This is IGN. Welcome to From Beneath the Hollywood Sign. If you love old movies, Hollywood history, or the golden age of filmmaking, you've come to the right place. This is the podcast that talks about amazing stories of Tinseltown from another era and fascinating conversations with writer-producer Steve Kubine and actress-writer Nan McNamara. So, Steve, did Ava Gardner and Howard Hughes have a good relationship? Well, they did until he dislocated her jaw. What? Well, don't worry. She hit him back with an ashtray. From Beneath the Hollywood Sign is the gin joint for you. This is IGN. The Last of Us show creators explain why they made big changes to Bill and Frank's story. Warning! The following contains full spoilers for Episode 3 of The Last of Us, which aired on HBO on January 29th. If you're not caught up, check out our spoiler-free review of the first season at IGN.com. The third episode of HBO's The Last of Us marked the biggest deviation from its video game source material yet, giving a standalone installment for side characters Bill and Frank and changing their story in the most drastic and most achingly romantic of ways. In the game, Bill and Frank were defined as partners, although it was never made clear whether they might be just partners in surviving the apocalypse or romantic partners. After getting tired of Bill's ways, Frank leaves him in Lincoln, the town where they spent 20 years together. Frank's story has a tragic end as he takes his own life after getting infected and leaves a note for Bill that reads, I guess you were right. Trying to leave this town will kill me. Still better than spending another day with you. But the show changes that almost entirely, leaving Ellie and Joel for a bit to give us an episode devoted to telling Bill and Frank's love story. It charts their relationship from beginning to end, which starts after Bill, played here by Nick Offerman, finds Frank, Murray Bartlett, stuck in one of his traps and still ends with Frank deciding to end his own life. But it's not because he was infected. It's because he's succumbing to a terminal illness and chooses to go out on his own terms. He asks Bill to lace his glass of wine with sleeping pills, and Bill does as he's told, making himself a laced glass of wine as well, as he can't bear to imagine life without his lover. Before all that happens, the series gives us glimpses into their relationship throughout the years, including their most romantic of highs and the realistic frustrations of any romantic partnership, living out 20 years together in the apocalypse. Showrunner Craig Mazin and game creator and show executive producer Neil Druckmann spoke to IGN about the gut-wrenching episode, explaining why they chose to tell a story about two people who found love in a hopeless place. I think it is a happy ending, Mazin adds. I think we tend to view death as failure, particularly in when you're talking about playing a video game. It is literally failure, and for our shows so far, there's been some brutal moments where Joel has failed or at least perceives that he's failed. He failed his daughter, he's failed Tess, and he's certainly feeling that weight at both the beginning and end of this episode. Notably, Joel and Ellie do find a note when they make it to Bill and Frank's house in Lincoln after the latter two have died, but it's not like Frank's vindictive one in the game. Instead, it's from Bill, and it motivates Joel in a way that's crucial to the course of the show. In addition to being an unusually hopeful look at The Last of Us's bleak world, Episode 3 is significant for another reason, being hands down the biggest change from the source material yet. It's not the only change, of course. For example, the series has swapped spores for tendrils as the way the infected spread the pandemic, but it does give us just about an entire episode of story that wasn't in the game. 
Druckmann explains that they never approach their changes from the perspective of, okay, it's time to really surprise people familiar with the game. It's more like, where are we with the story, and what's the best chapter we could tell right now that will speak to the themes of love and help raise the stakes for what Joel and Ellie stand to gain or lose if they succeed or fail on their journey? That was the beginning point. Druckmann admits that he might have said F no to these kinds of changes to his characters a few years ago, but I think it speaks to the kind of process that Craig and I have, which was always being open to new ideas and then assess and then do the homework. For more on the heartbreaking episode of The Last of Us, check out IGN's review, which hails it as a 10 out of 10 masterpiece at IGN.com. Alex Stedman is a news editor for IGN, overseeing entertainment reporting. When she's not writing or editing, you can find her reading fantasy novels or playing Dungeons and Dragons. Spoken Layer Welcome to From Beneath the Hollywood Sign. If you love old movies, Hollywood history, or the golden age of filmmaking, you've come to the right place. This is the podcast that talks about amazing stories of Tinseltown from another era and fascinating conversations with writer-producer Steve Kubine and actress-writer Nan McNamara. So, Steve, did Ava Gardner and Howard Hughes have a good relationship? Well, they did until he dislocated her jaw. What? Well, don't worry. She hit him back with an ashtray. From Beneath the Hollywood Sign is the gin joint for you. 